I don't actually want your thoughts about Atlantic City. I want just you to tell me. You want me to do a reaction video, basically, of you. Yeah. Telling me your thoughts. Yeah. Like, you're going to be talking about what you had for dinner. I'm going to be like, I don't give a shit, Kyle. What do you think about what I had for dinner? <laughs> Howdy, it's Wednesday, June 8th, 2022, and this is episode 175 of Do For A Win, the Atlantic City Casino Biz Podcast. I'm Kyle Eskin, joined, as always, by Craig Stone. What's good, Craig? The weather, I think, is real good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's a tornado literally in the next town over right now for me, but it seems like we're doing all right here. If the power cuts out and Kyle's just off the episode, you may or may not notice, but... I'll just plow ahead. I do have both this computer and my router on a battery backup right next to me. Wow. But it also beeps extremely loud when it turns on and off (laughs) and will be beeping the entire time. So it probably wouldn't ruin the podcast. Yeah, we used to have one of those at my old, old job. Yeah. And yeah, the power would go out and it was just like, I think I would have an easier time working if my computer was just off <laughs> right. than with this thing beeping like insane. It was like two feet from my desk. Too. Yeah. No, it's literally on my desk right next to me. So that's what we have to look forward to. Hmm? The weather here is just muggy. It's fine. Uh, it was like that today. It was like very humid, but otherwise fine until like six o'clock tonight when the world ended and it's <laughs> continuing to end and it's supposed to continue ending all night. So at least we made it to AC before the world ended. Yeah. What happened in 1875? Well, first I have to have a correction, because last episode I talked about the first fire company being established at Coonley's Hotel. No, it was established at the West End Hotel, because it had not become Coonley's Hotel until January of 1875. So I was off by just a few months. It was still the West End Hotel. In 1875, the Coonley family bought the West End Hotel, and renamed it Coonley's Hotel. Lewis, the future Commodore, was 17 at the time, so probably working in there just like Kid Nucky in Boardwalk Just like Empire. Kid Nucky, yeah. Probably sneaking in to take a bath and everything, hmm? um, while his little brother just, like, hangs out. All of these are references to an episode you haven't watched yet. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking yes, about. Yes, just remembered that we're not talking about Boardwalk Empire today. So let's move on to 1975. <laughs> <laughs> so 1975, the 30th U.S. Women's Open LPGA tournament was held in Atlantic City, actually Northfield, at the Atlantic City Country Club from July 17th to 20th. You needed those dates. It, you wouldn't get the full picture without knowing that it was. So it was probably hot and muggy as yes, hell. That's and true. Pretty unpleasant. Sandra Palmer was the winner with a four round score of seven over. And she finished four strokes ahead of Nancy Lopez, who I have heard of, and two others side for second. One of the most famous women's golfers of all time. That's why I included her and did not include the other two people. Probably like her, Sorenstam. Probably those two are the big two. I don't really know. I don't know much. Current golfers? Yeah, no, I don't know anything about LPGI. I barely know anything about. Well, they're not current, either of them, but. Current men's golfers? I don't know anything. No, I don't know anything about that. Um, Except that everything's coming out about the new Saudi-backed league yeah. that's like grabbing everybody up. i hear pe- people are resigning from the vga tour so yeah man gotta go get that money that saudi money secure the bag as they say by the way we are also interested in the saudi money at do for a win in case any princes are listening that's true yep we would say pretty much anything for i don't know a billion dollars is <laughs> yeah. that do you think that's I, maybe even a little less uh, you know we're probably much cheaper than many of these golfers as soon as podcast washing becomes a thing, yeah. 
instead of sports washing, we're going to be flush with cash. Oh, I can I can tell you all about the the wonders and how marvelous the the regime in Saudi Arabia is. <laughs> uh, we're going down a, a weird path here. <laughs> yes, true friends of all humanity. So we went on a trip to Atlantic City. Yeah, did we? Yeah, we should talk about that. I feel like did it, did I go? You were there. I was. So that's good. So I showed up. I guess so. I do. I do remember seeing you there. So it's good. Uh huh. How many nights did you make it? I made it for one night. Yeah, it's not too bad. But I left pretty late the the second day. So was it after ten when you left? It was like right around ten. I think ten or ten thirty when I left, and I got home at like two. But I had to stop at the charger for my car on the way home. So oh, that sucks. How long did you have to sit there for that? I sat there for like twenty minutes. So I got that text and I was still awake and I was like, oh boy, A, that's really late and B, why am I still awake? Mm. Oh, when I got home? Yeah. Uh, But we can get more into that. So we got there right around the same time. I got picked up from Mm -hmm. Philadelphia train station. You got in, I think, I don't know, maybe half an hour after Paul and I. I got in at like 1 or one i I'd say. So we went straight to Back Bay for lunch. Actually, Paul and I tried to check in at Ocean and... We're told that our rooms were not ready yet, and we'd get a text about that later. So we went and met you at Back Bay Alehouse, sat outside, got a couple beers. I think we each got one beer. Mm-hmm. Got some various seafoody type foods. I got some shrimp tacos that I thought were decent. You got a shrimp po' boy? I did. It was not very good. Oh, that sucks. And Paul got some sort of like shrimp and lobster roll that looked delicious, and he was—he said it was pretty good. He said it was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, my my po' boy was acceptable. I thought your shrimp tacos were fine. Also, not my favorite, but they were pretty much what what I was in the mood for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, a little too much of that pineapple slaw could have used like half as much pineapple slaw. Yeah, it was a lot of pineapples <laughs> on your taco. Mine yeah. was a lot of bread. It was a lot of bread on my po' boy. <laughs> Whatever Back Bay beer we got, the Boats and Hose, that was good. That was good. Yeah. Yeah. Boats and Hose. Not to be confused with Sandy's Hose. <laughs> Correct. Uh, made by Flying Fish, Jersey Brewery. We went back to Ocean. We checked in. I was playing Pie Gow Tiles for quite a while. I have no idea what you were doing. You did not play Pie Gow Tiles. Yeah. We me. went and got free play. Paul was able to check in. My room, they were still waiting on yeah. it. So I, I was actually checked in first, I think, because right. they yeah. gave me a room right when I got back. And then, so I checked in and just came straight down and played by gal for a few hours. Yeah, so when I tried to check in at 12.30, before we even went to Back Bay, the guy at the desk said, all we have is something on the third floor. Do you want that or do you want to wait? And I said, I definitely want to wait. And then he said, do you have any preferences? And I just said, the higher, the better. So then you were able to just go up and get your room, right? After mm-hmm. Back Bay. Paul got a text pretty quickly after that to get his room. I think he was on like 23 or something. Yeah, I was on 21. So then I went up right after Paul and I said, hey, I never got a text, but like everybody else is getting rooms. And she said, yeah, it still says your room's not ready. So I asked what floor it was on and she said 42. And oh. I was like, okay, I'll wait for that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so then we ended up not getting the room until after we went and did a bunch of other stuff, but we put our friends in the room Paul had on the 22nd or 23rd floor and waited for our gorgeous 42nd floor room. How was your room at Ocean? It was nice. It was totally fine. It could have used a little bit of maintenance, I'll say. There were some slightly beat up parts of it, but it was nice. Yeah, I'm always surprised because I think of Ocean as so new. But really, like, hotel rooms need to be refreshed and maintained a lot. A lot, yeah. <laughs> no, like, the, so the the fridge is basically, like, in the 
dre- or not the dresser, but you know, the big buffet, basically. I don't know what, what that piece of furniture is called. And like the door that you have to open to get even to the fridge was like kind of broken and like the hinges were falling off or oh, whatever. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, it was fine. It didn't bother me too much, but if you were a snob for this sort of thing, it would have bothered you, I think. Uh, my room was in great shape, which is actually a, a departure from the last couple rooms I've had at Ocean. Not that they were bad rooms, but they're just like little wear and tear things that you would think would be fairly easily fixable. Like, you know, the sheets have holes in them <laughs> and the couch is like a little beat up. But uh, yeah, I didn't have that. Like our room was great. Mm-hmm. So that was good. Nice view, obviously, of the showboat and all of Atlantic City. Mostly I just stared at the showboat longingly. Uh-huh. That's, what I, that's, that's right. What I, I went and played my free play, turned that into nothing, I think. As one does. Everybody had gotten here by then, I think. Yes, everybody showed up, and we all stood around behind you as you played tiles, and the trip Indeed. was starting out exactly as you said it would. And the dealer somehow thought it was hilarious that you were all just watching me and, I don't know, waiting for me or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but then after that, we went to Dockery's. We walked over through the baking hot oh, walkway. Yes. Yes, and which we had no problem finding in the hard rock, yeah. by the way. And then went to Dockerty's, which was very, very empty. Yep. And we got sat out in sort of the... The hallway? In the hallway on like mm-hmm. a big... In a big table that could have sat like 12. Yeah, we joked that it was the Vladimir Putin table for people who have seen the pictures of him meeting foreign dignitaries. We asked, we said, you know, this is not great ambiance. Can we sit in the other side? And she was like, the it's, windows. Too, it's, it's too hot. And she there? was like, yeah, it bakes in there. The windows, there's like steams off the windows. So I don't know how true that was, but I didn't love the table. And no. then we've raved about Doherty's happy hour. Mm-hmm. How was your second experience? Not as good as the first. That's for certain. I'd say it was still good. It's still probably worth doing, but it wasn't as good as the first. I think that the service, for one thing, was much worse. I don't think we got great service at all. The food was still good. The food was the same. I had some Miller Lights. That's always good. But it didn't blow me away nearly as much as it did the first time. Having had it once and like knowing what all the food items were and knowing what was good and not good sort of took the surprise out of it. But I still thought, you know, the oysters were good. The broiled oysters were really, really good. I don't even remember what else we got. We got a bunch of stuff. But it, it, yeah, it didn't like blow me away like it did the first time. I think a big part of it is just where we were sitting. It didn't feel as like cool a place. I think if we had just sat at the raw bar, I think we would have liked it more, but it would have been harder to talk. And they took the cocktails off the happy hour menu. So all the cocktails were just regular price. And then you could get New Amsterdam drinks for like six bucks. And New Amsterdam, man, that's like well shit. Like I don't want you know, a vodka soda or whatever, New yeah. Amsterdam vodka thing. Miller Lite was three or four bucks. I think it was four. And and so I paid extra for a... Yeah, you and Paul got some full-price cocktails, I know. Yeah, some sort of jalapeno mm-hmm. margarita thing that came with a, a salted rim, but with like table salt, like not margarita salt, kosher salt, anything like that. So that was kind of funny. So that was Dockerty's. We sat around for sat around there for a while, got a f- several rounds of food. Oh, the tower was not a tower. Also. It was not a tower. No. The, it was on uh, a on a on a tray. Had the had the same contents as the tower, but you know, the presentation was lacking. Yeah. Um I still thought the broiled lobster uh, not broiled lobster. The bro- broiled oysters. The broiled oysters were the highlight just because I like garlic and butter and they <laughs> That's basically what they are, yeah. In garlic and butter. So that was good. Yep. Yeah, I don't know that it's like the must-do that I thought it was, I have to say. It's still 
worthwhile, I think. But yeah, I also did not have nearly as good of a time there as I did the first time. I'd say the first time we went, it was like maybe one of the best happy hours I've ever been to. Maybe yeah. on, on par with Elan, which also was spectacular. May it rest in peace. Oh, yeah. But like this time, like much, much worse because, you know, we've been to Elan, what, like three or four times when they used to be there and have happy hour. And that was like always consistently excellent. And this was like a big drop off from the first time we went. I think it would have made a huge difference if we weren't the only people sitting on that entire side. It felt very empty. <laughs> Which made the poor service all the more striking, I think. Yeah. Oh, so I, my thought was we need to go back to Docs because I haven't been to Docs in a very, very long time. Okay. And I think that Dockerty's, the first time we went to Dockerty's Happy Hour, I sort of felt like I don't even need to go to Docs because I'm getting so much of the experience here and it's right here on the board dock. And now I'm like, I need to go. Docs is amazing. I need to go back to Docs. I've only been yeah, once. Yeah, we should, so. we should go back. I've only also been once and it was a very long time ago with my wife. I don't, I think it was before we even had kids. So, so it was pre renovation. Do for a win. Wow. Yeah. So pre, so they it was, totally pre, it was, it was pre, it was pre renovation. Yes. It was old docs. Oh, for some reason I had in my head that you've been since they've redone it. I think Paul went solo once. Yeah. That was reasonably recent, like three or yeah. four years ago. So I, I don't know if that was post renovation or but not. But mine was probably like seven years ago or something. Then we walked out to the orange loop and went to the pickle lily. Indeed. Which shockingly had no wings. They, they, they had no wings. They basically had nothing as far as I can tell. Yeah, so it was like, we have tails, which is just boneless wings. No, bo boneless, boneless breast. Not as good. It wasn't as good. No, it wasn't as good. It was still very good. Don't get me wrong. But it wasn't as good. And we got some sort of buffalo spring roll, too, which was also fine. Yeah, it's just like deep fried pulled chicken. Yeah, it was okay. My Miller Lite was delicious, though. The best part of, of Piccalilli is Paul just got a pour of, I don't know what it was, Tullamore Dew or something. It probably wasn't Tullamore, but it was something like that. And it was $6 or something. Yeah, I think it was six fifty. which, yeah, that's yeah. nuts. It's disappointing not to have the wings. You guys played some sort of like a bowling. shuffleboard bowling thing. Yeah, yep, yep, we did. How was that? Was that fun? Uh, It was fun. It looked fun. Yeah, it was fun. <laughs> uh, then, so we actually hung out there for a little while. Had some more food and then walked over to Tennessee Avenue Beer Hall. Correct. And I think we all just got one drink. Yep. What are your thoughts on Tennessee Avenue Beer Hall? I know you're not a huge fan. It's fine. It's totally fine. I'm happy to swing by and have one beer there every time. I would never want to do more than that there, I think, but it's fine. I always have it in my head between trips that like, oh, it'd be so cool just to like sit there and hang out and chill for a little while. No, it's a great place to have a beer. Yeah. And then I go and I have a beer and like before I even finish my beer, I'm like, I'm ready to go. Yeah. I'm always, like, a little underwhelmed by the beer list. It's, like, huge, but then there's, like, not that much stuff on it that I'm really excited, that excited to have. There, it's surprising that there's so many beers and there's, like, so little variety somehow among them or something, right? I, I think there's, like, a decent amount of variety, but the, it's it's so much weird stuff. Uh, like, I got some sort of purple thing, which was good. Yeah, it was very purple. But, like, all your beers don't need to be hazy out IPAs. there. Or hazy IPAs. <laughs> or hazy IPAs, yeah. Like, you can have just, like, a Pilsner on there. It's fine. Uh -huh. Can have a few even. We'll get we'll get more into a place that did have a few. I I feel like I've always even I've even recommended Tennessee Avenue Beer Hall, but I just want it to be so much better than it is. Like, and even between mm -hmm. trips, I sort of build it up in my head as like, yeah, Tennessee Avenue Beer Hall is great. And then I go and I'm like, it's fine. Mm -hmm. So that's one updated review. Uh, so the food's not amazing. Yeah, the food is is. <laughs> I know that I feel like either you or Paul has said your food's been very good there in the past. My food I've gotten there has always been fine, which is fine. But yeah, I've never had anything that like blew my socks off. I feel like everything's just very fine. About yeah, Tennessee. That's fine. It's a it's I, I enjoy going there every trip 
and having a beer, just like I enjoy going to pick every trip and having a beer and some wings. So you may have to walk through this next part because I was catching up. I went to the bathroom and I was catching up and I was like running backwards to pass you guys. And then I heard you say that somebody fell off their bike. I don't know. I don't even know how much I want to say about it. Frankly, I will say that that walking back from Tennessee Avenue Beer Hall to Ocean. Yes, there was some sort of a disagreement between our group and one kind of homeless looking man who had fallen off his bike. And so there was threats from him to fight all six of us, yes, which all six seemed six. like a questionable decision on his part. But anyway, <laughs> so we basically walked away the first time. And so he chased us down on his bike and like 10 minutes later. Yeah. Making threats. Well, when he came back 10 minutes later, he was like, who's going to pay for my speaker? Yeah. So anyway, I decided that he had to have a conversation with me then for a while, even though people were yelling at me, I think, from our group then. Oh, but, no. we The rest of us all just ducked into Hard Rock. Yeah. We were like, well, he's not going to follow us yeah. into the casino. Well, them came back out to basically push me in the casino or whatever while I was talking to this guy. Anyway, there was this dude. He wanted to make trouble, I guess, with us. There was some sort of misunderstanding that that led to it. But these things happened in Atlantic City, I guess. Yeah, it felt very like the things that people don't like about Atlantic City, I have to say. Yes. I think, but also, like, at the same time that all of... This was happening like a seagull like picked up a piece of pizza and almost hit our friend Dave in the face. Oh, it did hit our friend Dave in the face. And so we were like laughing about that. And that was the core yes. of the misunderstanding. Correct. And that message could not be conveyed in a way that was convincing, apparently. <laughs> so we finally get back to Ocean. I don't think I really hung out with you guys back at Ocean at all. I, yeah, where did you, you go? You might have played a, a little bit of slots. I know you played some video poker during this time. And I think I may have even played with you a little bit. So where were you? Well, I played some table games for a while. I played some video poker with you for a while. Like, I played some terrible carnival game that I'd never played before just because it was an empty table. High card flush, maybe? Uh, yes, that sounds right to me. Because I remember seeing that and thinking, like, what the hell is that? <laughs> I-, I didn't know, so I sat down to play, and it was not a good game. I mean, it wasn't helped by the fact that I got no good hands in it, which, for the carnival games, they're always fun as long as you're getting good hands, but you don't get a lot of good hands, which is the problem. I'm told anytime you can play a game in the casino that you just have no idea how to play, mm-hmm. you have to do it. I mean, I do. Have, this is how I feel about table games. Oh. And like I said, it was open. So I was like, yeah, I'll give it a try. And, you know, lost my $100 and moved on with my life. Uh, so then we went to Nola's. Yeah, we yep. were, you, you I were didn't go. MIA yep. for all this. You, I mean, no. you met us I was for gambling the whole time, yeah. At Nola's. We got drinks at Nola's. Mm-hmm. I think the last time you and I just went, I thought our drinks were good. This time, I thought that my drink at the very least was awful. I didn't really love my drink that much when we went yeah, last time, but it's not my you sort of really drink thing either. Much. Yeah. yeah. So Andy and Dave got the same drink I got, and they liked it, but I thought it was like so over fruit juice, over sour, not booze for it at all. For a drink that was a mezcal cocktail, it was called the Salvador. The mezcal like did not come through, and, and that's shocking because if you've had mez- mezcal in anything, it dominates. I don't know if we just got a bad bartender. I don't know if they are intentionally under pouring the booze in their cocktails but that was kind of a bummer there was no live music and like the music was super loud so -hmm. that wasn't great so my hope for nola's and sort of having that on my must-do list of things to do while staying at ocean um that was underwhelming i think the secret is just not being interested in the first place and then you can't be disappointed that's true that's a good point which i was not interested and was not disappointed so then after that somehow everybody was hungry yeah, I, I was not. So I also did not partake in this part of the evening. Yeah, and it was like 10.15. We went over to try to get the giant ice cream sandwiches. Mm-hmm. They That was closed. They were cleaning up. 
And so we went to Serendipity 3, which is, had just opened the day before. And it is very Sugar Factory-esque if you've been to Sugar Factory at uh, Hard Rock. It's like maybe a little classier than that, but similar in that everything's, you know, the size of your head. All the drinks are in these giant fish bowls. Um, so we sit down, they pass out menus, and I'm thinking like, you know, we already ate a bunch of freaking tails, so-called, and appetizers. Like, let's get giant sundaes and frozen hot chocolate with their famous for. And then everybody starts ordering like, you know, cheeseburgers and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I was surprised by that. And then Everybody I, except me, by the way. Yeah, you sat down for two minutes and left. Yeah. Serendipity 3, I will say, hopefully because it just opened the day before that, the menu, like 60% of the menu had star stickers like you'd get in kindergarten next to them. And we were thinking like, oh, these are all the specialties. No, they were out of all that stuff. So like half the frozen hot chocolate, half the sundaes, like 60% of all the food, like they just didn't have anything. Um, I ended up just getting like disco fries, which is a very Jersey thing, fries with cheese and gravy. And they were good. But I didn't want a whole meal, but what I really wanted was a dessert. And I was like, well, everybody else was ordering food. Like, I don't understand what's going on. Are we ordering dessert after that? So I screwed it up because I didn't get any dessert. I didn't get any frozen hot chocolate. I didn't get any giant sundae the size of your head. I should have just gone right in, giant sundae, or gotten the boozy frozen hot chocolate, which is an option. So I, that was a fail. Everybody's food looked pretty good, although it was fairly jarring to see the menu, like this giant yeah. menu. Like, print out s- special menus for just today. If you have to say that much is off limits, like just print out menus with what's available on freaking eight and a half by 11 white paper and give us those instead. Yeah. I don't know. I, I like I, you said, I, I came back from gambling and sat down with you guys for five minutes at Serendipity 3 and looked at the menu and was like not terribly impressed with what I saw. And it seemed kind of expensive for what it seemed like it was. Yeah. And so I decided just to move on with my life. So I'm complaining about everything. Mm-hmm. I should make clear, I'm still having a great time. I had an amazing time this night. It was exactly what I was looking for in my Atlantic City trip, which was hanging out with no one and doing my own thing. Yeah, which is why you probably wanted more people there, because everybody else yep. could go off and, and do their stuff. That is correct. Uh, notice that right next to Serendipity 3, Rocco's, which was the old 24-hour like pizza, pasta, whatever place, is closed. I have no idea what's going in there. And then after that, I think... Everybody else except me and my brother went to bed. Yeah. I went to bed, actually. Oh, you went to bed early, yeah. Before you guys were even done eating, I think. Yes. I I said I was going up. So I went up at, like, a little bit after 11. Yeah, I think everybody else went up to bed before midnight. Mm -hmm. And then Paul went up at, like, 1230, (laughs) and then I went up at 2, because that's what I do. And then I woke up, like, three hours before everyone the next day, as one does. Yes, that sounds right. Um, I played a bunch of different slots. I played a lot of Heidi. I played a game called Big Cheese, which is a fairly new game. It's one of those games where it's like the coins are stacking up on the screen. And if at some point, you know, it keeps adding coins and then you get a bonus, which it says, if you look at the info, it says like the size of the stack actually has nothing to do with how likely it is to like tip over and give you the bonus. Um, but I did hit that bonus. I hit a couple other bonuses. Paul was playing a game that was very similar that was like not big cheese it was like a similar theme but the same exact game and he hit no bonuses so i'm like up you know 150 bucks on this game and uh he's just bleeding money not hitting any bonuses which i feel like is how those games go mm-hmm. and then i immediately like hopped over to heidi hit a 200 dollars bonus on heidi it was great like lots of slots luck before i went to bed i went and got a gatorade and i got a four pack of peanut butter cups i thought about getting like a giant ice cream sandwich they had this like mint chocolate chip crazy looking ice cream sandwich at the cafe chino they had a bunch of other stuff and i was like you know what i want i just want some reese's peanut butter cups so i went up to bed ate two of my four reese's peanut butter cups 
and then chugged a bunch of Gatorade and went to bed and got like, I don't know, six hours of sleep, seven hours. I, we, oh, so one thing, the blackout curtains at Ocean work amazingly well. I think I woke up at like 8.50. Yeah, there, it, and was it was good. very dark. I got a very, very good night of sleep. Yeah, so um, I think I actually got almost seven hours of sleep, which is shocking for an Atlantic City trip. Yeah, it's probably about right for me, too. Yeah. I think I woke up around seven and probably went to bed around midnight. So what did you do after you woke up? Went down to the casino. I think I played video poker for literally a couple hours before. Like, I waited, you know, a little over an hour, I think, before even sending the text about going to Gilchrist. And then I took another, like, 40 minutes after that, I think, for people to start replying. So... Yeah, oh, I think yeah. it was it was mostly video poker. I think that's that's all I did that that morning. Yeah, and I didn't shower or anything. Like I got up and threw on clothes, and we went to Gilchrist. So like, mm-hmm. however long it was between us passing you in the car on the way to Gilchrist because you that's, walked. That's right. Um, that was like I was only awake like ten minutes before that. Okay. So we went to Gilchrist, got the pancakes, sat outside. Uh, a friend of ours did not get the pancakes. You can't go and not get the pancakes. Yeah, it's ridiculous. We told you this. Gilchrist was spectacular, as always. Our, our friend Dave did have a fly between his pancakes. <laughs> he, he picked the fly out and ate his pancakes, which is exactly what I personally would have done. Same. I understand that some people would not have done that. but Yeah, I mean, I'm sure, like, they're just cranking out this pancake. If, if you'd been like, this is kind of gross, they would have just brought out pancakes two yeah, minutes yeah, yeah. later. But yeah, I probably would have just been like, uh, this is gross, but I'm too lazy and non-confrontational. I just don't care that much. I mean, I'm not afraid of confrontation or whatever, but... It's fine. Speaking of conversation, we're sitting there at Gilchrist <laughs> eating our pancakes. Uh-huh. And suddenly Paul is like, oh, my God, that's the guy who wanted to beat us up. Yeah. <laughs> and he looks over and like on the back of a garbage truck is the dude. From it the is Wardwalk. the dude. So the literal was, guy from the boardwalk. Yeah. So totally ridiculous. And of course, amazing. I'm just like, is he going to see us and come over and be like, hey. But no, that didn't happen. So, yeah, went to Gilchrist. Had a strange, very small world experience there. It was quite strange. Uh, I went back and got showered up, sh- checked out of the ocean at 11, and then mm. I think we just walked straight over to Shobo, right? I think I played a little bit more, but you and Paul had to – you were in the sh- room for quite a while because you both had a shower, I think. So, yeah. And I had showered like when I woke up, so I had been showered for many hours by then. And then, yeah, we went to Showboat. Uh, the first thing I did was p- post a picture of Cactus Canyon, mm. which, as I said – Greatest pinball machine ever. I've played every pinball machine. I can say that as a mm-hmm. definitive definitive authority. It's like a remake of Cactus Canyon. Paul, who is like a Cactus Canyon enthusiast, said it's even better because they've added features. Oh. I actually only played one game because after – all I did was tweet a picture of Cactus Canyon and say, greatest pinball machine ever. And then 20 minutes later, I'm wandering around – and our other friends are walking toward me with a woman. <laughs> As happens. And I'm like, clearly... By, by the way, this never happens. Yes, they're clearly not together. And then they were together. She was like, it was someone from Bart Corp, Tower Investments, uh-huh. who was like, hey, uh, thanks for coming. We'll give you four time, like, free game cards. She came back with, like, t-shirts, came back with game cards for an hour of gameplay. I have a question. Yeah. Are you wearing your Lucky Snake t-shirt right now? No, it's way too big. Oh. It doesn't fit. Unfortunately. I tried to shrink it in the dryer. It didn't drink enough. What is it? An XL? Yeah, it's an XL. You should give it to your co-host. I, I asked if you wanted it. You were like, uh, no, I don't want it. No, I actually don't want it. <laughs> it's probably too big for me, too. But Maybe not now. It shrank, it shrank a little bit. Closer for me than for you. So it's, like a, it's like a 0.5 XL now. Mm. 
we got posted on their Instagram. Four of us, only one actual Do For Win <laughs> yes, host. one Do For Win member was on their yeah. Instagram when they were saying, welcome to Do For Win. Yeah, we love your podcast. Four, and then... four people were on there, which is more people, you will note, than on the podcast, and only one podcast yeah. person in the picture, which is how I prefer it, frankly. And I, I don't think that post got a lot of engagement. I don't think people were like, oh my god, Do For Win, I love that show, as much as maybe they were hoping. Uh, or as much as we were hoping. That's true, too. Gotta get that free free advertising. So we used our hour of game cards. We played, mm-hmm. I played a bunch of like retro arcade games. I had maybe my best game of Outrun ever. Yo. I didn't play pinball because like pinball, I think I gave Paul a card that had like 40 credits left on it. And he used that on pinball the entire time and never, I don't think he ever bought more mm-hmm. credits. Uh, because right. pinball, you can, that's, you can get a lot of value out of pinball. So I was like, you know what you can't get value out of like, freaking soccer games like throw the football into the the yeah that's what we did that weird cat game where you're like whipping the balls at the cats and stuff Mm -hmm. i did have a lot of fun with all that crap uh i don't know what really the point of any of it is because you don't get tickets on time card (laughs) um but yeah we played a lot of skee-ball we played like basketball games played a bunch of random junk we did like this vr motorcycle game and after the game i was like this is sweet like what a cool game Uh, it was weird and oh you played it also yeah me and dave played i won but so the thing about the game it was, it was fine. 50 credits so two players it's 100 credits i think that's like eight dollars worth of <laughs> gameplay if you have a 50 dollar card i mean it was it was a neat experience it's worth doing if you have a one hour game card or yeah. whatever but yeah i wouldn't actually spend your money to do it like with the wind and the motion control like motion yeah. whatever so i don't know like can you even buy a one hour game card <laughs> yeah yeah you can machines? buy them oh you, you can, can buy them you can machines. buy a time card yeah you just don't get any tickets you do not get tickets. Which, I don't know. I mean, I mean, my kids, I think they want the tickets. The, another weird thing about the one-hour game cards, I was trying to play the same game, maybe yeah. Ball or something, and if you try to play the same game more than, like, six times in a row, it's like you've done this game too many consecutive times, so you have to, like, swipe your card somewhere else and then go back to what you actually want to do, which is very strange. No, I, I think it's kind of smart, because if you're monopolizing a game, like, mm. if, if you're on a timed game card, I mean, it may be true even if you're on a regular game card that they just cut you off. I was playing like that football game. Mm-hmm. If you wanted to play that 50 times in a row and somebody else, some other kid, if there was some like eight year old kid who wanted to play it, that kid would be sad, man. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. I played some retro arcade games that were fun. Set the high score in Frogger, which, you know, we were like the first people there that day. So setting the high score yes. doesn't mean anything. But it was not very crowded as well. Don't so. take this away from me. And then we went and did the raceway. Mm-hmm. And the raceway was $25 for 10 laps mm-hmm. or you could do three races three 10 lap races for 65 bucks mm-hmm. and in my head i was like this is kind of steep like i feel like if it was 15 bucks a race that would be better like something uh-huh. like 15 dollars and 40 for three or even 20 bucks and 50 for three and then i came back and i looked it up and the rpm raceway in jersey city is 30 dollars a race although they're 15 lap races and there's no discount unless you're a member for multiple races Mm-hmm. Uh, and Paul also said the one in Jessup down by you yeah. is very similar in price. So I, I he think, was not surprised by the I think that's the, the going rate. So, so we did the races. I found the course to be intense. I was braking a lot <laughs> for the first two races. And then I was like, how much are you guys uh, on the brakes versus right. the throttle? And you both were like, Paul we like, are not- 100% on the throttle yeah. the entire time. And I was like, oh. Okay. So then the third race was way more intense for me mm-hmm. because I just floored it the entire time. Yep. You, as someone who seems to understand things like racing lines better uh-huh. than I do, 
What was your experience with the course at Raceway at Lucky City? It was fine. I'll say three races was like a little much for me and my cart was kind of something was not right with it. The third race, because yeah, no, there, were, there were there were moments where I had no power and there were moments where I didn't have a limiter. So it was just like all kind of weird because there is a limiter on these carts, it seems like. Yeah. So they say they go up to 50 miles per hour, but they're definitely capped at like I don't yeah. know, 30 or something. But it was fine. I think two is the right number of races for me. I don't I think three is too much. Uh, one would be fine. I think if I went back, I I would consider doing one race. I wouldn't do three. I would never do three again. Yeah, two would be perfect. So again, like, I wish I could understand racing lines better than I do. Well, this in this course, there is no racing line. You can just stay on the inside all the time. And I think that's actually why I beat Paul, because he was actually trying to take racing lines. Yeah. I was just trying to shorten the course as much as possible, because you don't need to. Yeah, I mean, for me, it was funny, because, like, you guys were sort of like, yeah, you know, it's it would be nice if you had to break a if you had bit. to break it would be good yeah and i was like really feeling on the edge uh-huh. especially the one part at the at the the far end of the course where you mm-hmm. have the like tight turn and then the quick yeah there's like a there's hard the left, le- and left hard, right left hard, right. yeah yeah mm-hmm. and like my wrists were hurting <laughs> i was like pulling, <laughs> pulling the wheel so hard so i i came out like oh that was intense that was awesome and you and paul were just like eh, it was i would not call that an intense track at all yeah <laughs> I mean, I, I, I haven't really carted very much at all either, but I'm glad I did it. I'm glad we did it. Like I said, two is the right number, probably, in retrospect, but... Uh, I agree. Yeah, I think two is the right number. I thought it definitely adds something to Showboat. Like, it's a cool feature yeah, yeah, to cool. add. And for, for as much as I thought that Paul was very mad on it afterwards, he is very interested in the idea that maybe there's some way to unlock the... Oh uncapped <laughs> whatever speed uh-huh. limited carts where you can go faster i know that i think at some of the tracks you can sort of be in the like profession not professional uh-huh. but like you know elite tier and you get to r- run faster races so i don't know if they have a similar thing where you can like qualify or mm-hmm. if they have like certain yeah, maybe. days uh, i will say by the way if if our carts were unlocked paul would have absolutely slaughtered me no, no question about it. Because then it's actually skill limited instead of me just driving on the inside the entire track. Yeah. Uh, so you had the fastest lap of the day, though. Yeah. So that's impressive. So now you know if you go shorten the track as much as you can. Just that's hang right. out, hang out you inside. Don't, you don't have to ever make a turn longer than you need to because you can make all the turns fine. Paul texted me today. I was thinking yesterday how the cart track makes AC feel a little more like Vegas. In that Vegas basically has anything an adult would want to spend money on for entertainment and recreation, which was surprising because I didn't feel I didn't get the sense that he was like really blown away by it. But no, I, I think that's a bit right, and it's it's gotten more. I think like the go kart track does help somewhat. Top Golf in Ocean probably helps somewhat with that, which we should actually do sometime. I always like the idea of doing Top Golf, similar to my story. Yeah, there's with, there's one near my near my office as well. Yeah, and they're like, everywhere. I know a lot of people at my work have been. I've never been to a Top Golf, but it seems like it could be fun. I mean, I'm sure some part of my brain would be like, wow, I could go buy a bucket of balls for like $4 at some other driving range and have a much better time than this for a lot less. But I mean, there are pros to it, I think. Yeah, I mean, there's just drinking and food. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And the food sex is supposed to be pretty good, I think. I think I'd, I'd like to try it. If you, yeah, if you were pushing it, I would do it. But I, I have to say, like, on that note, the, the last two trips now, We've done so much stuff, mm-hmm. casino stuff, non-casino stuff, eating, drinking, yep. checking out different places. Mm-hmm. And it really has felt like more of what I look forward to about a Vegas vacation 
versus what I typically think of as an AC vacation, which is very like, I'm going to go, I'm going to play a bunch of video poker. At the end of the night, I'm going to sit at a video poker bar and play board video poker. I might play a couple table games. We'll find a decent I restaurant mean, to eat at. That, that is what I did at Ocean. That's true. Much, but but we, we've done a lot of other stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So after we did the racing, we got hooked up again. Free all you can eat and drink at the bar. Yes. Thank you again to Haley from Tower Investments. <laughs> so we went and yeah, we got a couple drinks and some food at the Atlantic City Eatery, which we had went to before. They gave us like, mm. tw- I forget what it was. I think it was like $75 in, in coupons, <laughs> basically. And we just ordered a ton of stuff. So this, they just like opened a tab for us. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're really putting on the bribe now. That's right. Because if you're going to convince us to like anything, and by us, I mean like me and especially our friend, our other friend, Craig, the free booze is the way to go. So mm-hmm. we all ordered a meal. We didn't go like nuts. I did not order a meal. Yeah, you didn't order it. Did you even get a beer? I got, I had a Miller Lite and then I left and I think went back to Gamble Mart Ocean. <laughs> yeah, you had to go get your gift. Uh, it was like a gift card or free slot play. And I'm just like, I'll take free slot play. Oh, wow. Okay. I'm here to win the money. And this is how I do it. And I, I did not win the money, but. Uh, I did not redeem my uh, gift card, my $20 gift card at Ocean. Did you not gamble at all on Saturday? At Ocean? No, I didn't. At not. Ocean? Huh. No, I didn't. Yeah, I did a lot of gambling on, on Saturday at Ocean. I asked the, the bartender, what's good? And she said, the cheesesteak and the coconut shrimp. And I was like, done. Cheesesteak and coconut shrimp. The coconut shrimp were fine. I mean, they tasted good, but I feel like they're just, you know. Coconut shrimp. Probably frozen coconut shrimp. Yep. (laughs) But the cheesesteak was, like, legitimately solid. I'm not going to say it was, like, 10 out of 10, like, best cheesesteak I've ever had or anything. But it was, like, very solid. The bread was very good. It was a good cheesesteak. It's no sack of subs pepper steak. Uh, No. Dave said he had the best... Bloody Mary he's ever had in his life there? The bartender made an amazing Bloody Mary. I'll say I got one also. My Miller Lite was very good. I mean, I still have it in my head that I think it would be sweet to go and just like drink all day at Lucky Snake and, and play a bunch of games. But again, the disclaimer that the last two times I've went, I haven't paid. So I don't have a good value judgment for a lot of this stuff. I think the value judgment is pretty bad if you're on the main gaming floor. That's my my sense of things. Like, all those ticket-giving games are pretty expensive. I felt like the number of tickets you got for those games was, like, extremely weak, frankly, compared to, like, whatever the cost of everything in the ticket store is. Yeah, because the first time we went, we bought $50 game. Oh, no, we, we got given we were $50. We given game. $50. <laughs> $50 cards. game cards. And, yeah. and we just played a bunch of, like, ticket games. Yeah, we were, like, wasting our money in the ticket games, and we still got nothing. Yeah, yeah, we couldn't get anything with our Which cards. is pretty, pretty bad. Both Paul and I were like, our kids would love this. Mm-hmm. But my concern is, A, my kids are just going to want to play the they're Korean just gonna, games the whole time. Yeah, they're going to burn through all your money. The Korean games are pretty weak, like you said. We've actually talked about potentially going during the Ocean City week. I don't oh. know if that will happen. Because, like, my kids would love the mini bowling. When you say the mini bowling, do you mean the one kind of, like, near the main walkway? Yes. Yeah, I wonder how that is. I haven't done it. So the tapper machine's right there. So I've watched other people play. Mm-hmm. It's basically just a miniature version of a real bowling alley. <laughs> and so there was like a two-year-old playing. It's like perfect for little kids. Because uh-huh. it's like smaller than, you know, to go very Maryland on you. It's smaller than a duck pin ball and it's smaller than duck pin pins. Mm-hmm. It's like very easy for kids to roll. You know, it makes it all the way down the lane because the lane's only probably like 10 feet long. So I think my kids would love that. What I'm worried about is, you know, they're going to want to do all this ticket crap. And I don't want them to just waste $100 on that. So I don't know how I'd keep them from doing that other than just being like, you know what? I'm going to buy this amount of money on a game card. I'm not going to like judge them for how they're using it. Mm-hmm. And we'll see how long it lasts. 
It would not last very long. And then basically just ban them from the crane games until like there's a certain amount of credits left. And it's like, look, we're going to do $10 worth of crane games. And if you don't get anything, like that's just a life lesson. That was Paul's advice. Just be like, look, you didn't get anything. That's the way these crane games work. And now we're leaving and you get nothing. As they cry their little kid eyes out like, oh, I didn't get a stuffed animal from the great game. Which is 100% what would happen. I think you would think it was negative value when you were leaving because everyone yeah. would be very upset about everything. I think but you're right. It would be like 30 minutes of ecstasy for like five hours of trauma afterwards. Yeah, maybe. So I think that the big difference between last time and this time is that they added the whole upper area, which makes a big difference because that's where all the vintage games are and yeah. the old pinball Agreed. and then Massive difference. like like you said i think the, the racetrack does does help too but uh i think it's the the upper area that would really bring me back and make me want to go back if if i were having a bad gambling trip but yeah no it's nuts that you say that you would <laughs> be disappointed if you ever did a trip without going to lucky snake so then we finally went to caesars and checked in uh, we were all in renovated Centurion Tower rooms. What did you think of the renovated Centurion Tower Ocean View room? I thought it was extremely nice. Agreed 100%. I thought, amazing job. In an absolute sense, I was not blown away, but being in a Caesar's room, I was blown away by how nice it was. Yeah, I mean, we used to really like the Centurion Tower rooms, then they got huh? very worn out. Mm-hmm. It was almost enough to make me overlook how dated and boring the casino floor is at Caesar's. Which, it's funny because I ended up playing a lot uh, on the upstairs casino floor at Caesars, which I never used to do. Oh, no. I I don't know if I've ever played on the upstairs. I mean, it's all slots. Floor. Yeah, it's not for me. And I do like it better up there. Like, the downstairs just feels so much like you're just gambling in a conference mm. room to me. But it has just come out today in a Wayne Perry article that I will link to that they are spending $200 million to renovate the casino floor the lobby, the valet area, and the pool. I feel a bit like what we said last time about how Ocean always has press releases about them finishing all the other rooms. Like, I feel like we've had this press release like 10 times in the past, but... I think there was a lot of talk about the rooms. I don't know how much casino floor talk we've gotten. Um, one of the big things that they're adding that I noticed is walking down just mm-hmm. past the toga bar, there's a big blocked off area, which makes, on the other side of that... The very isolated video poker machines feel even more like gambling in a conference room. But on it, it says Nobu coming soon. So Nobu mm-hmm. Sushi Place, very famous. There's one in Caesar's Palace in Las Vegas. And also, apparently, they're going to do a couple of the top floors of Centurion as Nobu Suites, which mm-hmm. is also something they've done at Caesar's Palace in Las Vegas. So that's a big update. Caesars is in dire, dire need of, of some updating and changing the casino, like updating the casino floor, adding, I mean, Hell's Kitchen, I don't really care about, and adding Nobu, I think will do something. I don't know that any of those things are really in my like wheelhouse of stuff I want to do, but it's nice. Uh, but yeah, I really like the rooms and left the trip, I think, feeling like I want to stay in those rooms again. I feel exactly the same way. I want to go back to Caesars. Well, so tell me then, did you also really like the gambling? Because you used to like the f- the casino floor a lot, and I'm just sort of done with the casino floor there. Well, the only gambling I really did at Caesars, I did not play oh, any table games. Night, yeah, yeah I, I left Saturday night, so I did not was not there nearly as long as you guys. And literally, pretty much with like maybe five minutes of exception, the only thing I did was play at my specific 
9-6 machine in the high limit room, oh, yeah, you which is where I've spent many, many, many hours of my life. And it just like brought back so many nice memories of me <laughs> sitting there just losing all my money at that stupid machine. Yeah, the, but, the high limit room is a much better part of the casino floor than every other part of the casino floor. I do love it. I cannot get enough of that 9-6 $2 machine. You played that. How'd that go? So you you don't know this yet, but I believe this is probably my first winning trip to Atlantic Whoa. City in I don't even know how long, many years since before the pandemic, certainly. But is that even allowed? Like three or four years. A winning trip. Yeah, because I just raked at that machine awesome. while you guys were like I don't even know what you were doing, but I was up eight or nine hundred dollars at the machine, which I was down like seven hundred dollars before that. So that is the best feeling in the world, by the way. Pulled me back. Going from down a level where you're like, I'll never get back to even, to being up, that's an amazing yeah. thing. And, and the amazing thing about that run was, and like you probably weren't actually looking at the pictures I was sending you too much, because it has my number of credits there, like always going up in every picture. But uh, I wasn't paying attention. Like I did that with no four of a kinds, no straight what? flush, that's like nothing like that. That's crazy. Was, yeah, I had zero four of a kinds. It was just like every flush, every full house, every three of a kind. It was like just a crazy run. So I've had sessions like that. I had one particular at Hard Rock Center Bar where it's like I'm not getting anything amazing, no four of a kinds, but I just mm-hmm. like am always up a little bit, and so right. I'm like never in danger of getting wiped out. I just sat there for like three hours one night drinking Manhattan's. I've never had a session like that and won, like, a lot. I mean, obviously, you're paying well, t- $10 right. a spin. I'm so playing, much, much I'm playing eight yeah. times more a spin than you do. So, But still, I mean, to go up 900 bucks, like, that's a huge... I mean, have you ever been up been up $100? Without any four of a kinds? I don't yeah. think so. Hmm. No, it was it was crazy how hot I ran. Because I was down a couple hundred dollars at the machine before. that, and I just kind of went back and played for two hours and just could not miss. The machine loves you. It does love me. It missed me. I missed it. We haven't talked about Beer Garden yet. Was that before all this or after? No, 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 no. This was my, my hot run was definitely after the beer garden. So before your hot run, we went to the beer garden. We walked down the boardwalk. Yeah. I don't know where you guys were. You were at like Trop for a while. So I tried to meet you there. And then you're like, oh, we're already leaving Trop. We were only in Trop for like 10 minutes. Yeah. To play some Wonder Woman machines. We just poked our head in because we were like, oh, we're here. So then we went to the beer garden. Mm -hmm. And what do you think about the beer garden on our second trip to it? Still like it a lot. I mean, I, I could only have a half liter, unfortunately. There's nothing I wanted more than to have a liter of beer, but I knew I was driving home that night, so. What are your thoughts on the beer list at the beer garden? I think it's great. It's a lot of pilsners and stuff, but that's what you get at a beer garden. So, I mean, if you want, like, you know, if you want whatever artisanal, whatever, like Tennessee have beer hall is going to have more of that sort of beer. But for a beer garden, I think it has a very good beer list. Here's the thing. Mm-hmm. What kind of beer do you want sitting outside on the boardwalk? A pilsner? A freaking pilsner. Yeah. Same thing with Tennessee Avenue Beer Hall, and that's sort of my problem with Tennessee Avenue Beer Hall. So, like, right. you go to the beer garden, you're sitting out on the boardwalk. I like the setting better. I mean, it's on the boardwalk. Look, we all know that the most delicious pilsner is Miller Lite, but, you know, a <laughs> close second is, like, whatever, Vorsteiner. Yeah, so they've know. got a ton of, yeah, like, all that stuff, they, all the yeah. Hefeweizen, which, all the all pilsners, the all the yeah, Czech, yeah. Czech stuff, all the German stuff that you want. Spotten, yeah. Exactly what you expect. They and they do have like stouts and sours and that kind of stuff. But they, it's they a do much a of them. smaller right. portion of the menu, as in my mind, as it should be. The menu is exactly as it should be. I agree. And, and so I, I actually like the menu a lot better, even though I think if you were just a total beer snob, which I can be, like I, if you just look at the two menus side by side, you would say Tennessee's Avenues is more interesting. What you want on the boardwalk is to have like a liter of like super easy drinking yeah, beer like and fried 4.5%. food. And it's just like perfect. Yeah, yeah. No, it's 
It's exactly as it should be. And we got two big pretzels. We got mm-hmm. some fried cheese curds. Mm-hmm. Absolutely amazing. Everything yep. about it was great. I don't know what sauce that was with the weird, like, it was like weird Alfredo sauce. With <laughs> with the pretzel. The pretzel. That was not great, I, but the stone I, ground <laughs> mustard was good. <laughs> I definitely came home from this trip thinking like, Beer Garden is the, the place. Beer Garden is the place for me that I would be disappointed, I feel like, if I don't go there every trip. I also came home thinking that. Frankly, it helps a lot that it's on the boardwalk. I think that makes the, the ambiance much better. I mean, as, as much as everyone loves looking at the like Bart Simpson spray paint on the <laughs> row house next to Tennessee at Beer Hall. Uh, yeah, Beer Garden was great. It would be disastrous to sit there and drink two liters of beer just <laughs> for, like, for the rest of my trip. W- would it? But yeah, I could definitely spend more time there. One of their beers is like a shandy that's like 2.6%. They Come do on, have, Greg. Yeah, yeah. It's that like would the, be it's like incredible. the shelf for that you can get yeah. that at, at Trader Joe's delicious oh we should do that you just have to pee nonstop. yeah that's fine i do that anyway that's a good point yeah then we went back to caesar's you played your video poker and had your hot uh, run. yeah that's that's when i had my crazy run yeah when we went back to caesar's i don't know what you guys were doing then yeah i think we walked through wild Wild west i think dave and craig went to the sports bar no yeah they were at the sports book for a while you know what i think i was probably just playing a ton of slots because mm. that's what i did this trip it's just a lot of slots but that's what you like to do so I wouldn't have thought that I would like to be that tilted towards slots, even more than video poker. I think it is what you like to do, though. Apparently. apparently. I mean, I think when it's just me and you, you get, like, peer pressured into playing more table games, because that's tends to be what I like to do, but... We can talk more about that in in the general thoughts portion. Sure. All right, all right, all right, all right. Everybody else was hungry. I was not hungry in the least. So they went to Kwai at Caesars, which we've rated very highly. Mm -hmm. How was your Kwai experience? If you guys had gone to dinner literally anywhere else, I would not have joined. But you were going to Kwai, and I was like, yeah, I gotta go. I don't know how anybody was hungry after pretzels, cheese curds, and a liter of beer. I I wasn't that hungry, but for Kwai, I made an exception. So I didn't eat lunch like you guys did. Oh, yeah. See, I I also had, yeah, I had the cheesesteak at like 2.45 p.m. I didn't have any uh, any food at the uh, Ace. Yeah, I basically skipped dinner, which seems insane and probably explains why I didn't feel great the next day. I uh, had my other two peanut butter cups when I went up to the room mm, at the end of the night. You should have gotten some gelato. That's never ended poorly for you. Yeah, that's true. I thought about it, and I, I even went by the Taza or whatever it's called, and I was like, ah, I don't want this. I don't want to wait in line for this. There was a big line when I went. We're getting ahead of ourselves. Kwai. So Kwai was excellent, as always, probably with these things. Like, some of our dishes I enjoyed more than others. And I think the ones I enjoyed slightly less wasn't because it was done poorly or whatever. It's just that with authentic Chinese food, there's just things that people will enjoy more or less, I think. Especially if you're not super familiar with the cuisine, which I'm, like, medium familiar, but not an expert on or whatever. But it was really, really good. I did not stay for Kwai. I went and played Slot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you left. You, you pulled Kyle. Yes, I did. Then you left fairly shortly after that. Is that right? I left pretty much right after Kauai. Yeah, I, I came. I was like, I have not wasted $100 in slots yet this trip, Greg. You, oh, yes. You've insisted that I played Wonder Woman. So I literally put $100 in Wonder Woman and did $25 spins pretty much and then yeah. left with $0. Yeah. Wonder Woman will do was that. You're going to go on a bad run on Wonder Woman. That's true. I had a couple of them. Then Dave and Andy and Greg and I all stood around and played a bunch of slots and other stuff. Mm-hmm. Everybody went to bed before me, mm-hmm. but we played Wonder Woman for a while. We went down, we drunkenly played Heidi for a little while, which is great singing yep. the Heidi song because uh, everybody except for Dave hit the bonus. Oh, yeah. Who got really upset while everyone was singing the Heidi song? One of our friends was, I feel like, angry. 
But this was earlier in the night when I was still there. Oh, yeah. Uh, it might have been was Dave, Dave? just because he I think was, it was losing Dave. and not hitting yeah, the I bonus. Think, I think Dave was the, the angry one yeah. about us singing Heidi. Or maybe Andy. I don't know. There's someone. It wasn't Bem. Bem was all in on Heidi. I was up like 150 bucks when you left for the trip. Mm-hmm. And then by the end of the night, I was down 300 bucks and I had played nothing but penny slots in video poker. Okay. So it was bad. That sounds normal. Wonder Woman was bad. Heidi, which had been so good to me the whole trip, was bad. Video poker was terrible. The full pay video poker, $50 per tier credit, was just awful for me in ways that you just would never expect. And so that was disappointing. And that was one of those things where, like, should have gone to bed earlier, should have just been like, okay, I'm even, that's fine, I'm going to go to bed. And I just kept being like, no, I want to play more. I want to play more Heidi. Yeah. I want to play more... I think that's fine. I don't, I don't have a problem with that. I'm not, I don't think you should have gone to bed earlier. Uh, so I went to bed at three in the morning. Yep. Which is when I, when I was pulling into my house or whatever. Yeah. So I have, I have massive regrets about that the next day, uh, especially because I woke up at like six fifty. That's way after I woke up. Let's put it that way. Oh, that's rough. My children like to wake up early. Yeah. And you were not getting any sympathy like, Oh, you got uh, no, 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 no. I did not. Yeah. I was up with the kids. <laughs> there was none <laughs> of that. No, I've done that. That's like when I play hockey and then I roll in at like three in the morning and it's like, you know, your game ended four hours before you got home. You're not getting any sympathy because you were drinking in a parking lot. Yeah. I, I played very late, went upstairs, had my two peanut butter cups, slept for like three and a half hours, woke up. And you know what I normally do is I wake up and I lay in bed. And I just mm-hmm. feel shitty. And I'm like, this sucks. I need, I really need another hour of sleep and just okay. lay there and stress Miserable. about it. Miserable. And I was like, nope, I'm not going to do that this time. Popped right out of bed, Good took a choice. shower. I think that you did well. Uh, went downstairs and met everyone else for Starbucks. We went on a little Starbucks run at the boardwalk hall. There's a Starbucks there. This sounds like Dave's doing, but yeah, go ahead. No, it was me and Bam, and then oh, really? And then Dave caught up with us later. I desperately needed some caffeine because I was so, so tired. Why wouldn't you go to the, the Dunkin' at uh, Valley's? Is the Starbucks better? We could have, but I feel like I needed stronger coffee than that. All right. So we ended up walking on the boardwalk for a while. It was already really hot <laughs> Yeah. in the morning on, on uh, Saturday. And then we all sort of like wandered on the boardwalk for a bit, drank our Starbucks, and then we were like, we should really eat some breakfast. Mm-hmm. I really needed to get some food in me before the hangover set in, and I just couldn't eat anything, because that's what happens to me. Like, you know, the stomach starts to go, and it's like, I can't even eat if I wanted to. And I, I just made it. So we went to Water Dog at Bally's. I've heard good things. Um, so I got a sausage, egg, and cheese sandwich. Yep. It was acceptable. Good. Not as good as our bagel sandwich or whatever it was. No, last no, time. no, not even close. Yeah, that, that no, place was good. At Hot Bagel some more now. Yeah, Hot Bagel some more. The coffee mm-hmm. was the worst coffee I've ever had in my life. So we didn't mention this, but it's better than the coffee you had at Gilchrist when they had no coffee, literally. Oh, yeah. They were out of coffee. They're like, we don't have coffee. So we were all drinking orange juice. I had iced tea, which is what I would have gotten anyway, and I thought it was great. And I had a lot of iced tea. I should have just had Diet Coke. You drink Diet Coke in the morning. Yeah. It was really bad. It was like somehow both weak, but also really, really burnt. And I will drink the worst coffee. Like you have no idea. I will make myself drink coffee. No, couldn't even do it. The service was good. The the sandwich was fine. I should have got it on a bagel. I think that would have been a better decision. They have like a buffet and the waiter was really trying to sell us on like $28 buffet. And I was like, I'm not going to, I'm going to get no value out of that. Yeah. Um, but I did manage to like force myself to eat a bunch of the sandwich and I knew that this would happen. Felt worse for a little bit, but then felt a lot better. That's just how you how you roll. Right after 
we ate breakfast, all our other friends left, and it was just me solo for like two hours before the bus left. Mm-hmm. So I went to the Emperor's Essentials. As one does. Got myself a Mountain Dew energy drink. <laughs> Sounds perfect. Drank it. Uh, it was a struggle because it was not good. Ugh. And I like energy drinks. So if I'm saying it was bad, it's not good. You know what happened at this point? I had not played a single table game in the trip. Wow. And I was like, you know what? I should go play some Pygo poker. Like maybe mm-hmm. I'll win a hundred bucks and it'll feel really good because I'll go from down 300 to 200. And I was just thinking about it. And I was thinking about buying in for like 200 bucks. And I was like, do I really want to do that? Like, do I actually want to play or do I just feel like I should? And I was like, I no, don't want to play. I don't, don't want to play. play. Table. You, I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't think you like table games of that way or whatever. I think a big part of it is we should have all taken over a table game. Mm-hmm. Like that would have been fun. All of us all at a Pygo poker table would have been awesome. All of us at a craps table and we just didn't do it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like me solo at a table game, that sucks. Like I don't want to do that. I know I love that you it. love it. <laughs> I, I cannot get enough. Yeah, that's what I live for, being literally the only person at a table game. And part of me is just like the idea of losing 200 or 300 bucks at a table game. Mm-hmm. The feeling I know that I get afterwards is so much worse than like the good feeling I have if it goes well and I win $100 or $200. Okay. But I think a bigger part of it is I looked back at my like log and I haven't had a winning table game session since you and I were like combining money at Tropicana at a craft table mm-hmm. and I won $49 because we split 98 yeah, or whatever. And before that, it's like pre-pandemic. And granted, I don't play a lot of table games. You, you don't. So this is maybe like 10 sessions total. But still, like, it means that in my mind, my my recent memory is all just sitting at a table game, buying in, losing either all of it or losing 75% of it, and then being like, I don't want to lose all of it, so let me just color up and leave. So it's like, if I had a couple winning sessions in recent memory, I think I'd be like, yeah, man, you know, like, Pi Got Poker's great, Pi Got Toss is great. But like, not having that, it's really hard to convince myself to like, take $300 out of my wallet and be like, yeah, let's do this, when I can take $20 out of my wallet and go play Wonder Woman slots and get to hear the Wonder Woman theme song. Or the Heidi song. Or play video poker, which is what I really want to play. That doesn't sound very logical. I'm not going to lie. doesn't make much sense to me, but yeah. teach their own. I don't know, but I had a ton of fun playing all the slots I I played. Like, mm-hmm. part of it's just finding better slots, like, finding slots you like. I ended up breaking even for the day on Saturday, and then, like, as I was going to the bus, I was like, I have four minutes until I need to be at the bus, but let me just swipe and see if I have free play that kicked in at noon. And I did. I had another $10 in free play. I uh, took it to Quickets, hit, like, 20 bucks right off the bat, played through until I could actually cash out, and then I had to, like, book it to the bus thing. <laughs> to the bus terminal so like ran to the bus terminal grabbed some tasty cakes out of the vending machine hopped right on the hour bus and was back in new york city two hours and 15 minutes later and it was perfect perfect way to end the trip our bus also two thumbs up because very few people on it and skipped the stop at the ac bus terminal which is also worth a lot like not making that 15 20 minute stop at the ac bus terminal you just get on the expressway and go much much better than the greyhound I thought you had to go to Egg Harbor, though, or whatever. I don't think anybody had a uh, pickup there because they did not stop. Oh, good. So what about general thoughts? Uh, it was another trip where we packed in a lot of stuff. Yeah, I had a great trip. I think our last two trips were amazing. Like, just all of the stuff we packed in, like I said, I mean, it just makes me feel so much more the way I feel about Vegas, of, like, going to AC and almost feeling like there is too much stuff that I want to do. Which I think historically, like, you could not say that about Atlantic City. Uh, nice to have a big group, I think. 
Yeah, no, I, I for me, like I, I said, that was probably my favorite AC trip we've had and, and my recent enough memory to really remember. Uh, so one thing I sort of thought before this trip was for future trips with the guys, when we've got a group of five or six, you know, there's no real reason to go to Atlantic City. Like we could just go rent a house somewhere. No, anywhere. that's foolish. Has this proven to you that that is a nonsense idea? Yes, because for one thing, our, all our rooms are free, mm-hmm. you know, except for resort fees. And it just felt like there was so much stuff to do. And right. we did it right where we were like bouncing around. People wanted to do one thing. They went and did it. Our friend Craig went and played three card poker because he likes three card poker. Like Dave went and played craps. Like it just worked out perfect, I think. So one last question. What was the best thing you ate on this trip? Probably we had like some sort of pork chow fun or something mm. at the Kwai. And I think that was probably my favorite. It was very, very good. I think for me, it's either the broiled oysters at Doherty's, which I know mm-hmm. we kind of were a little bit down on Doherty's. It was still good. It just wasn't as amazing. It was good. The, the food one. was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think it was probably the fried cheese curds at the beer garden. Hey, do you have a lot of fried cheese curds? I know I was saying, like, we have a, it's a Taiwanese restaurant kind of near us that does fried cheese curds, which is a weird combination sort of, but like we get them all the time and they're delicious. I mean, I have family reunions in Wisconsin like every six mm-hmm. years. So, you know, that's like a Wisconsin thing, but no, I don't get them often. It's so it's like an exciting thing. Fried cheese curds are very good. They're fantastic. In general. And they were good there. And the pretzel was very good too. The pretzel was good. Uh, makes me want to try more stuff at the beer garden. Yeah. So I, I think the thing to do, more beer garden next time. Agreed. More beer garden. Uh, d- disappointed we couldn't get wings. At, at Piccolilli. Yeah, that was a bummer. All right, that's the trip report. Any other thoughts? Yeah, it was a great trip. My last thought. My impression is that everybody enjoyed themselves. So what are the odds that we can do this again this year? Before the end of 2022. Uh-huh. I think it's going to be tough to get six again. Well, let's say five or whatever, or four. Four, I think, is, yeah. I do wonder, as much as everybody had a really good time, if we sent an email saying, you know, hey, September's rolling around, which is, you know, three months away let's all do it again get rooms and do it again yep if there would be some pushback about like hey why don't we do something do something else yeah um it depends on who i guess like craig or andy could say that maybe but i'm not sure i think they had a great time but i think yeah, i think everyone had a great just time. given the option like they're not big gamblers mm-hmm. i don't know how much andy gambled like total yeah I mean, unfortunately, like, the biggest gambler friend, other than me, probably, is our other friend, Taylor, who couldn't make it. Yeah. But, uh... But, I mean, it worked out perfectly. Like, Craig and Andy, who are probably the people who... Gamble the least. ...are interested in gambling the least. Yeah. yeah. Like, we were able to get rooms for them anyway, and it yeah. worked out perfect. Hmm? Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. I, I would say pretty low. I, I'm, I would be not optimistic. Okay. So, yeah. when are you and I going to go again, is the other question. Are you, do you think you'll go in the summer? Yes, Probably. We've we've already been talking about going in the summer with family uh, with with family. Yeah. I also think my next trip will be a family trip because I'm going to try to get ocean comped. Yep. If I can get ocean comped, I think I would we would go with the whole family. Yep. Go to the ocean pool. I've already talked about that exact trip going to to ocean with my wife and two kids and going to the pool and going to Lucky Snake. Yes, that's exactly what I want to do. Hmm? We should coordinate and we can go with. Well, we could all us. go, I guess. Yeah. yeah. All right, that's the trip report. It was extremely long. Right. I won't edit it even a little bit. Even the parts where the call got disconnected, just can't do it. 
If you want to reach out to us or any of our other listeners, you can do so at our Facebook group, facebook.com slash group slash do for a win. Find all of our great content at do for uh, Reach out to Craig on Twitter at do for a win or me at Kyle Askin and send Craig questions to do for win at gmail.com. Pat, we got your email and we will answer it next episode. And thanks for the note. Very, very nice. And explained why you'd go back and listen to the old episodes, which is great to know. We have 10 shirts left. 10 shirts? So we are down to the bare bones. If you want, I think, a large, an XL, and maybe like what, a 3X? There's certain, one, one 3X and one 4X. Colors. One, three, still a 4X, one, one black 3X and one black 4X. Yeah. Wow. I don't know when we'll print another run of shirts. I think we will not print that design again. Nope. Maybe a less... It will in your face design. It, it'll be more more subtle next time. I think if you want to really in your face do for a win shirt, this is your last opportunity for a long time to get one until they start showing up on eBay. If you want the collectible first ever print run of do for a win shirts, we got ten left, and that's it. Yeah, yeah. Someone asked us. I think Pat asked us how many shirts it was. It was seventy two. So we've sold sixty two. I don't them. know that we've sold sixty because we uh, did I mean, take several we, for ourselves. Yeah. And I think I gave my mom one. But, yeah, we've moved 62 shirts. All right. Well, thank you guys very much for listening to the very long episode. And we will probably be back sometime soonish, maybe a week, maybe a week and a half, maybe two weeks for an, a regular episode. Thank you guys very much and hope that you can get out to Atlantic City yourselves. I want you to hang up right now and go watch Boardwalk Empire.